so you think you're burnt out. What now? Step one is to become aware, and step two is to do something about it. It sounds simple, but in reality, I think we all recognize it can feel more complex than we'd anticipate. In this chapter, we're moving into application and action, tools, tips, and practice. If we're actively in burnout, that means we've most likely been locked into some prolonged state of a fight or flight response. If we're having trouble coming out of this prolonged fight or flight, which often happens when we're just hurtling through the back-to-back stressors of life, then a big key here is to find a way to sustainably turn off our fight or flight response and bring our nervous system back to ground zero, if you will. How do we turn off the fight or flight response? In order to turn off our fight or flight response, we need to speak the body's most basic instinctual language to signal safety. What does that mean? The TLDR version here is do what your body would do when it's not running from a tiger, such as deep breathing, feeling your body, positive human connection, playfulness, or creativity. The longer explanation, our brain receives reflexive signals all day long to turn on the fight or flight response, whether that be true physical danger or psychological danger, like a frustrating email or a deliverable deadline. But in modern day, our brains rarely receive the signals they're evolved to look for to signal safety and therefore time for the fight or flight response to actually turn off. Think about it. In modern day, we go from stress to stress. You finish one stressful meeting to hop onto another, to taking care of your kid or dog freaking out in the other room. We just go from stress to stress. On top of this, many of our cultures have led us to believe that we need to be strong and get through stress without showing weakness or needing to take a breather. The badge of honor is to clench our fist and get through any hardship without needing to take a beat. Sure, this has resulted in some top-notch productivity and short-term spurts, but what we haven't understood about burnout until recent years, as burnout has skyrocketed, is that this ignore-your-body-and-power-through-everything mode is not sustainable, largely because our brains and bodies cannot sustain the fight-or-flight state forever. They will burn out. To better understand what signals our brains are looking for to turn off the fight or flight response, let's rewind to where this evolved from with an example. Let's say I'm a villager back in the day, living in a tribe in the wild, but we built a nice big wall around our tribe's community to keep us safe. Today, it's my turn to go out of the community and into our fields to help harvest some of our corn for this season. I head out of the walls, take a nice little walk to the fields. I plop my basket down and get to work. A little bit in, I hear something rustle in the brush beyond the field. I look up because I hear a sound and I pause and I try to see if there's anything there, but I don't see anything, so I go back to it. But now my fight or flight is revving up because unknown sound in the brush ahead equals possible danger. I go back to the crops, but my senses are heightened now. And a minute or two later, I hear a sound again, and I'm sure of it. I look up, and I look closer for a little bit longer, and I see a shadow. And holy moly, I realize that there is a creature lurking there in the brush. I I think it might be a creature, and so I drop everything, and I begin running. I'm in full fight-or-flight mode now, running as fast as I can. 
and I turn my head back just for a second and I see that there's a dark orange tiger that's emerged and is following me and I am running faster and I begin screaming at the top of my lungs to my tribe, yelling that there's a tiger, that they need to open the gate, but shut it immediately after I make it in, pleading for someone to be there. And as I approach, I see the gate start to open and I slide in and I squeeze my eyes shut as I make it to the floor and I'm bracing for impact, but I hear the gates close and I open my eyes and I realize that I'm safe. Everyone closes in and hugs me and we're jumping up and down and cheering and celebrating and embracing, just celebrating that I've made it and that I'm safe. Then I'm so tired from all of that, running from the tiger that I just collapse into a deep nap and when I wake up, I realize it's dark out and as I peer my head out, I see that the tribe has prepared a big dinner lit with candles and we eat and drink and dance and just celebrate today's survival and victory. After a good night of rest, I've moved through the experience and I'm ready for a new day. All right, so I know that that is a very animated story, but I tell it to highlight really where our fight or flight response came from, especially highlighting many signals our brains are evolved to look for around safety that they aren't getting today. Jumping up and down and cheering, embracing, deep breaths, playing and celebrating. These are the body language signals we need to try to engineer into our lives to help turn off the fight or flight response. Top ways to do this, physical activity and body work. This can be classic exercise or it can be something quick. Doing 10 jumping jacks in your office to release bodily tension, tensing up every muscle and releasing it three times in a row, grabbing your headphones and going to the bathroom and just dancing it out to your favorite song for a few minutes. Body work is a great one too, such as massages or stretching that can help you physically work out the tension of fight or flight. Breath work, especially deep extended exhales that turn on the parasympathetic nervous system proven to counteract our fight or flight response. When we're in fight or flight, we're breathing shallowly out of the tops of our lungs. So breathing deep helps counteract fight or flight like a biological system override. Another one is positive social connection. We can't be engaged in positive social connection if we're running from a tiger. If you're running from your life, you're not stopping to ask how someone's doing, how their day is, or petting their dog and making a joke. This is a great hack around connection. It can be with someone intimate or someone completely casual, like complimenting someone or just making time to ask someone more intentionally how they're doing. Think back to times, maybe when you're having a crappy day and you go take a coffee break and maybe the barista is so engaging and nice that you suddenly feel a little bit better. That feeling wasn't dependent on intimacy, but just positive social connection. Another one of those shortcuts in your biochemistry to signal safety and to come out of fight or flight. Playfulness and creativity is another one. It's another example of an activity that we cannot do if we're running from a tiger, which will really help signal safety to our brain and nervous system. What do you do for pure joy? Especially what do you do that helps you get present or escape? Make time for that and invest in it. Now let's press pause and take a few minutes to just jot down your top ways of turning off your fight or flight response. Write it on a post-it to remind yourself of these tools, and in the next chapter, we'll turn that into even more of a strategic tool.